Hello, and welcome to the Millennial Economics Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping young people be successful with money. Join us as we discuss personal finance, financial literacy, investing, the psychology behind being financially fit, and much more. Here's your host, Jerry Dixon. Good morning, everybody. Hope you all are doing well. Welcome to episode 42 of the Millennial Economics Podcast. We are fast approaching episode 50, which is wild to think about. Um, started this podcast, um, I think, Q4 of last year and just kind of stuck with it and putting content out. And man, it's been a blessing and it's been really fun. Um, a couple housekeeping things here out of the way. Uh, my big ask lately is if you have not, well, I should say, if you enjoy listening to the podcast, um, I know a few of you have listened since day one and I really appreciate that. Um, but maybe even for some of the new folks, if you enjoy this podcast, enjoy some of the topics that we discuss, um, if you find it valuable and helpful, I would really, really love it if you left us a review um, wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's on Spotify, and we have a lot of listeners there, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or excuse me, Google Podcasts, um, wherever you listen, if you leave a review, even if you don't write a review, um, if you write a review, that's even more helpful. But if you leave a review, it just helps the, with the algorithms of those platforms to get this podcast in front of new listeners. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the way that those works, basically, you know, if somebody's searching for personal finance or investing or crypto or real estate or budgeting or any of the things that we discuss here, um, the more views that we have and really the more listeners as well, um, the more apt this podcast is to populate in search fields for those folks. So um, that would be greatly, really helpful. And that's my big ask. Um, if you are interested in any of the platforms that I discuss on this podcast, particularly Acorns, M1 Finance, or Yada Savings, all of which I personally use and have been personally using for some time, Acorns for some of my investing, some of my automation, M1 Finance for um, some further investing. I do some dividend investing there. Um, and Yada Savings, I keep my high-yield savings account in, um, and some shorter-term savings that I do for things that I plan on purchasing. Um, there are some referral links that'll give you some perks. Um, so with Acorns, you can get $5 added to your account um, when you open one using the referral link in the show notes for M1 Finance. When you use the link in the show notes and fund your account, you get $30 added to your account. And for Yada Savings, um, they kind of gamify the way that uh, people save um, with weekly prizes. And if you use code MILLENNIAL, and use the link below in the show notes. Um, you'll get 100 free tickets into the first week's drawing. So that's all the housekeeping items we'll get out of the way. I appreciate you sticking with me through that. And I'm trying to pull up my notes. There we go. So this episode, we are going to do an answering Reddit again. And this is a really simple one, um, so we'll kind of get started reading that. So the title of the post is, I'm 19 and want to learn how to have healthy finances. And the poster writes, I'm debt-free, I do have some savings and investments on stocks and index funds, and I've just made my first budget. Any tips? Um, and so I was kind of browsing the uh, the internet and stumbled upon this one, looking for things to talk about, and I thought it was a good one or a good topic to talk about because number one, it's simple. I think it's super applicable to a lot of people, and we just did a podcast episode last episode about what young people should be thinking about um, with their money and um, you know as they as they get older. So to answer this, um, this this person says they're debt free. Boom, that is fantastic. Um, what I would say to them is continue to be debt-free, particularly with consumer debt. 
Um, I don't think consumer debt is the wisest thing. I don't think it's it's evil, okay? Um, but I don't think if you can avoid it, um, what I do think is if you can avoid it, then you should stay away from it because um, it it stunts the growth that you could have um, with your money. It stunts the ability for to have your money working for you. Okay, when you're paying somebody else, your money's working against you. If you have credit card debt, if you have student loans, if you have a vehicle, um, the money that you have wrapped up in that loan is working against you because you're paying interest to somebody else to have it. Okay, um, now I don't want anybody to feel shameful if they have debt, um, but um, that's something that you should work toward not having, particularly particularly high interest credit card debt um, or any sort of pers- high interest personal loan. Um, those are the worst types. I mean, you. I think the average interest rate on a credit card these days is 17 to 18%. Um, that's something that you do not want to get stuck in, particularly for purchases that you probably don't even know what you bought, okay? Um, so my advice to this 19-year-old here would, would be to remain debt-free. Um, it would be to figure out how, if you're going to go to college, or if you're going to pursue further education, how you can do so without going into student loan debt. Um, We all have heard in the headlines, um, especially with this past election, um, how crippling student loan debt can truly be. Um, And the way that we, that the way that our infrastructure is set up right now, um, school is very, very expensive um, for many avenues. So figure out how you can go to school and get a higher level of education if that's what you're wanting to pursue without going into debt. And I think there's a couple ways that you can do this. Number one, you can apply for scholarships. Um, Number two, you can choose a cheaper route um, like a community college for a couple years. Um, You can work and pursue a good job while you're going to school. Um, You can go to school locally um, and stay with your parents. Maybe that's an option. Um, there, there are lots of ways you can pursue the military. You can pursue a work program, uh, working for a company that will pay for you to go to school. Um, I have a friend that, um, spent a lot of time working for Starbucks and they will pay for your schooling while you work for them. Um, and there's lots of programs out there like that, particularly with larger companies. Um, so that is definitely something to pursue. So to this person, I would say, Hey, you're getting out of high school, continue to be debt free. Um, this person says, I do have some savings and investments on stocks and index funds. Um, that's great. You know, I would continue doing that. Um, now, I would pursue, I would place the importance if they're looking to get a higher education, I'd put the importance of getting out of that debt-free over investing. Um, it might be possible to do both at the same time, and if that is possible, fantastic. Um, I think that's a great option. Um, but, you know, avoiding... 40, 50, 60, 100, $200,000 of debt um, can be very, very advantageous as opposed to investing in index funds um, and stocks at that age. Now, again, if you have the ability to do both, I would highly, highly recommend you do both. Um, This person just said, um, I've just made my first budget. Stick to the budget, continue to refine it. We just talked about this. The budget is the foundation of everything that you're going to do for the rest of your life with your finances. It is everything. Um, So continue to stick with the budget. Um, don't get disheartened if you fail at your budget for a month. Um, continue refining it. Um, and then on top of this, because they asked for any tips, it would be learn yourself psychologically. Learn your weaknesses. Learn your habits. Um, that's going to be also one of the biggest things that you have to navigate is you. It's not the dollars and cents. I would venture to say that this person has a pretty good grasp of math, how investments work. 
um, and the importance of being financially fit if they're posting this and if they're investing already at 19 and if they're debt free and if they have a budget at 19, they understand and they have a high level understanding of what it means to be financially fit. But the one thing that can derail it so fast is not being able to navigate yourself and your emotions and your psychology and everything that goes into us being humans. And it's something that I want to talk more about on this podcast because it is, I always say it's, you know, about the majority, you know, it's not all just math, but the psychology, the psychology is the majority of what we do. It's, it's the vast majority I'm learning. It's the vast majority because our ability to stick to a budget, our ability to be diligent with something, our ability to learn something, our ability to hold ourselves accountable is all psychology. It's no math. It's no math. So to this person, I would say, focus on you and mastering you. I would also say, continue learning. Become a reader. Become a listener of podcasts. Become a watcher of good YouTube content. Um, become a learner from those around you that you see that have done well with money. Ask them questions. Pursue a career that, yes, is fulfilling, but also gives you the financial ability to achieve the things that you want to do. You want to keep investing. You want to be able possibly to buy rental properties or to stay debt-free. Um, maybe you want to accomplish something great like buying a house in, house in cash. Um, all of these things require money. <laughs> All of these things require money. Also, one thing that money can do that many people don't really talk about is be a blessing to others around you. My wife and I were just talking about this last night. The pursuit of being financially well or financially fit, as I always say, um, does not only have a benefit to your household. If you position it well, it has a benefit to all of the people around you. Maybe you are able to invite people over for dinner parties. Maybe you have a vacation home that you can bless people with. Maybe you're able to take people on vacation with you. Maybe you are able to do X, Y, and Z, buy lunch for people while you're out, okay? All of these things are blessings. So you being financially fit permeates outside of your four walls of your home and your family. Obviously, there's generational aspects to this as well. Right? Maybe you have a good inheritance for those coming after you, which can be a major blessing. Okay, um, So to this person, I would say continue on the road that you're on. Continue learning. Don't ever feel like you have it completely figured out because none of us ever have it completely figured out. We're always learning. We're always evolving. Um, stick with what you're doing now and realize that the decisions that you're making with your finances don't only affect you, but they affect the other people around you. Um, and work on being debt-free um, and with your education, um, with your vehicle, uh, and set goals for yourself. Maybe that's the last thing that I would say. Um, because I know that's a big thing for me. Um, whenever I don't have any goals, I kind of feel like I'm just wandering and I become a little lost and a little dismayed, I guess you could say, um, if I don't have something that I'm working toward. So setting goals, I think, is very important so you have a direction that you know you need to go. Because if you're not pointing anywhere, you're going to end up anywhere. Um, and you may not know where that, where that anywhere is. So um, that's all I wanted to share with you. I hope you guys enjoyed the new intro, and we will talk soon.